0: Welcome to the Cafe Bench podcast. You guys, it's been so long, so long since I've sat in this podcasting chair and chatted with you all. There has been so much going on, so much going on. I feel like 2020 was the year of... Kind of the phoenix like going up in flames and being rebirthed. And maybe that sounds dramatic, it probably is, but 2020 felt extremely dramatic. I think we all agree, right? I feel like 2020 was the year that like dug up all of our old wounds and the world's old wounds. And it all kind of came to the surface. And I feel like things come to the surface so that you can see them so that you're aware of them, and so you can heal them. And so 2020 brought a whole lot of growth, and it was the most unexpected year. I feel like I had all of these plans this year, and none of them panned out for the best, for, the, for my better, for my highest good. Um, things took unexpected pivots, and pivots are always beautiful, I think. I think things are always happening for us and not to us. And so there were so many pivots this year. I moved into a new house. We bought a new house when my plan this year was that we were going to travel and live different places for a few months at a time and then COVID hit and travel restrictions were put up. Um, My plan was to do certain things with my business, and 2020 had another plan, and I did different things instead. I hired an assistant, uh, Mariah, I love you so much, and my business is growing in a whole different way now, so suffice it to say, things haven't been as I planned, but they've been so much, so much, so much better. So I've been away from podcasting and every time I get on a podcast, I always say, it's been so long and I haven't been podcasting and I've had so much going on and it's just still the truth. It's always the truth that I don't feel like a podcaster. It feels like I have a podcast and in my life, I am to a place where I only want to do the things that bring me so much joy, right? Like joy is our trail the little breadcrumbs that the universe leaves for us, our path is paved with joy. And so I podcast when it brings me joy, and I don't when it doesn't. And so today, it brought me joy. And the conversation I'm bringing you brought me so much joy. The conversation today is one unlike I've ever done before. In that, I have on not only one guest, but I have on many, many guests, which I will introduce as I go forward. But the podcast today is a conversation, and it's a conversation between friends and between members of my course, members of Abundance Binge, and we share our experiences with the subject matter of the course with abundance and conversely with scarcity and how scarcity models and mindsets have played out in our lives and then how inviting abundance and the energy of abundance and the consciousness of abundance into our lives has completely changed and altered our lives. I think it's one thing for me to share the course with you all and share my experiences of scarcity and abundance, which I've done many times in podcasts and on my Instagram. But I wanted to hear from a whole new voice, and I wanted to hear from many voices, because my experience is just one. And like I said, it's one thing for me to just talk about it, and I think it's a whole other experience to hear from voices of the women who felt drawn to the course, who took the leap, who purchased the course, who enrolled, and their transformations and the things that they learned and the gold nuggets that they're coming out with. So for today's podcast, we all have the pleasure of hearing from Women of Abundance Binge and hearing their stories and their voices and it was so beautiful and it was so empowering for me, for me to listen to these women who enrolled in something that was so life-changing for me. The lessons in Abundance Binge were the things that changed my life. And like I've said so many times, I feel like my goal in life is to find the medicine and share the medicine with my tribe. To find the things that helped me and healed me and to share that with you. Because what I want for me, I want for everyone. And the things that I was so disempowered in, like money, like abundance, like worthiness, I saw so many women disempowered in these subjects as well. And so, when I found things that helped me to empower me, I wanted that for every single woman as well. So, without further ado, I would love to introduce you to these women of Abundance Binge. I know some of you guys are going to ask me, how long is the course available? Enrollment is open until... Halloween. Halloween's my most favorite holiday. I am obsessed. So it is open until the 31st of October and then enrollment closes for the rest of the year. I'm not sure when it'll open again, if it does next year, but this is the last time it's open and available this year. And with all of that said, let's get into today's show. Let's get into these conversations. I'll see you on the other side. Perfect. You guys, I love you. It's so fun to see you guys all together because I feel like I privately have conversations with you all. It's so fun just Mm
1: -hmm. seeing like
0: this group dynamic and who showed up. Let's get started. Um, I'm so happy to have all of you on the podcast today just talking about something that has become very near and dear to me Um, just because it's been something that I was so, so disempowered in for so long Um, and something that I saw so many women disempowered in, um, and so I created, as all of, you know, this course abundance binge, which was just sharing, like sharing the good news, sharing what helped me, um, with my abundance blocks and kind of getting out of scarcity. And we can talk about scarcity in a little bit and all of the ways, that it shows up. Um, But if you listen to the podcast, I've talked about like my shadowy aspects and my abundance or lack thereof. Um, And then I also did a couple podcasts about abundance. So people I'm sure are sick of hearing from me about abundance, but I wanted to have some members of Abundance Binge hop on and talk about their experience with Abundance Binge. what called them to it, what drew them to the work, and how things have shifted for them. So without further ado, I wanted to introduce who's on the call. We have Brooklyn, we have Kaylee, we have Emily, Michaela, Mackenzie, Jessica, and Chanel. For right now, um, there might be a few more joining us, but for right now, this is who we have. So for everyone on the call with me right now, the first thing I want to know is what caused you to leap? What was your call? Um, why did you join the course?
2: So my friend um, has followed you for like a very long time now. And I remember...
0: This is Kaylee, by the way.
2: Um, so I remember I was on a road trip with her. I want to say it was like, what was it? March? Um And we were listening to music, and she's like, oh, do you mind if I throw on a podcast? And I was like, oh, no, not at all. I love podcasts. And she's like, have you heard of Cafe Binge? And I was like, oh, no, like, let's listen. Let's, like, listen to it. So we listened to it, whatever. And then a while back, I remember, like, a few months later, you popped up on my other friend's story. And so I was like, oh, I got to check her out. Like, I love the podcast, whatever. So I went to your Instagram, kind of like, you know when you, like, see someone's page and forget to follow you like really like them but you just forget to follow and totally. then I saw someone post about abundance binge and I'm like really weird with numbers and that was like the third time I had seen it and so I was like I'm just gonna I don't really know a whole lot about it but I'm just gonna like do it like it just feels right and with the price being 444 um I had $445 in my account right then whoo and so I was like I'm just gonna it just felt right and so I was like if I don't do it like I know I'll be like I should have done that so oh beautiful
0: thank you so much so I guess Kaylee with going along with that um even like the word abundance like why did it call to you because I mean like
2: it's it's just a word like what was the connection there right I think like that time when I was looking into it, like I was kind of asking and wanting more because it felt like I had kind of like plateaued. Like I was like very stagnant. Like my job was okay. I was doing okay. Like, you know, when you're just kind of at this like baseline and you're just wanting more, it just seemed like I was like very, just keeping myself in a very comfortable box circle. And I was just, I don't know, there was something in me that was like, you are meant to be doing so much more. And this is like, you're, guidance or tribe or kind of whatever to like get me to the stepping stones
0: beautiful thank you
2: so much hi,
0: what drew you. everyone else to the course
3: um for me hi Kenzie hi for me it was like a really interesting shift because I mean I've known you via Instagram forever so you, when you released the course I was like okay I already done Globinge. binge like I know this is going to be epic next level spiritual like speaks to me but I kind of went into it with this story in my head about um I actually have a lot of stories that I discovered through all the shadow work but the biggest one for me was like I realized I had been saying to myself for so long like I want to be good with money I want to be known as that girl that's good with money and like has her shit together and like things like that and it I realized it came from like my generational kind of trauma I feel like my my dad had always kind of lived in scarcity and passed that on to me and I have had conversations privately with you about this and I went into it with a story like oh like this is the course that's going to help me be abundant and like never have to worry about like being stressed about money and I realized that that was the story in my head about I want to be good with money and what it did was like trigger the shame in me being like I'm not good enough if I'm not good with money and it was just such an interesting shift going into it because I didn't know that that was my story until I'd done like the shadow work. And it became so much bigger than that because I didn't realize that it was coming from a place of scarcity and in the way that I was either overspending or attaching my worth to being good with money and feeling like I had to qualify for abundance and making sure I knew all the things. So it it was so like deep for me. And that's when like the shadow work really shifted for me because it was like, I had always had this fear that like I was going to be living in scarcity and I always had to save and fear of running out and things like that. So I went into it with an interesting story came out with it very on a quantum level being like, oh my gosh, this is so much bigger than your fear of that. And yeah, it's been so incredible
0: it's so beautiful. I think the coolest thing about stories and recognizing your story is also knowing that stories can be changed and we don't have to live in the same story over and over and over again. Um and it's so interesting when you were talking about scarcity. Um and it makes sense like if you are living under the umbrella of like a parent's um scarcity model, of course you're going to like freak out about money and not having enough while also spending too much. Like they're both, you know, opposite sides of the same scarcity coin. Mm -hmm. Um, But so interesting. I feel like it's, it's been so beautiful to watch each of you like have these breakthrough moments when you're like, Oh, like this is just a story, like, this doesn't have to be true, like, and I think so often our stories feel so true, and so we assume they always have to be true, so that was beautiful, thank you, Mackenzie. I'll
4: go, so for me, hi, Brooklyn, three things, it was a, a ping, um, and timing, and, uh, the universe giving me a sign, so when you had originally released it, I felt a little flutter, uh, but I just kind of came and passed, and when you re-released it, the flutter was bigger, the ping was bigger, but I think because I'm I'm a little bit neutral with um, the concept of abundance with money, I wasn't bad, but I wasn't great, I didn't feel like I needed it, I felt like I could go either way. And so um, I thought to myself, well, I don't know if I should do this or not, and you kept saying, ask for a sign. So... I asked the universe for a sign, I kind of spoke out loud, and uh, I had been looking for a found feather for a few months, and if you don't know what that is, it helps you with um, when you do your incense and you do your smudging and you blow it around the room, and it's supposed to be a feather from a natural source, and so I've been looking for one just in nature for a while and haven't been able to find one, and I found one right by the door of my work where I work, just waiting there. (laughs) front of the door the day that I asked and so for me I hadn't specifically said help me to find the feather but because it was something that just resonated with me I just knew okay the timing is right and it ended up being perfect timing and I have a lot more work to do than I thought I needed so it was a few things coming so together.
0: interesting that's beautiful so interesting too that the feather showed up outside of your work you know it's just because I mean usually our jobs work is like a channel, our biggest channel of income. So that's so interesting that it showed up right outside of your door to work. So cool. Amazing. Thank you, Brooklyn. Anyone else? What drew you to the course?
5: I can go. Um, hi, Michaela. All right. So I actually had never seen your account, never heard of it, the podcast, nothing. Um, but I did follow somebody like really recently who um, recommended the course on their Instagram story, just like really randomly, it was in passing. So I clicked on it and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like check it out. I don't really know like what this is, but abundance sounds like really great. (laughs) Um, I just had like this, I don't know, like good feeling associated with that word. And so I was like, I want that in my life. And so I literally clicked through every single like story highlight you had saved on it. Um, I was trying to read what other people were saying like I just kept staring at it Um and I didn't like purchase it right at the beginning. Um, I kind of was like, I don't know. I'm not I'm not really sure what I'm doing. I don't know if this is for me Um, but it just like kept coming back in my in my head um, and. I was kind of scared i was almost scared to ask the universe for a sign because i didn't want it to be no which is weird um but i was like i don't want it to be a no like i i think i want this thing so i talked to my husband about it and i was just in a place in my life where i was i was stuck in so many areas of my career and just um my health journey just so many things um and so i just decided i said you know what i'm just gonna like make this decision for myself this is something that i want to claim um and so i ended up going to purchase the course within the last hour that it was open last time (laughs) and when i went to um like the time zones are different so i think it closed at like i don't know it closed earlier where you were but where i was i was online um checking out and when i was like purchasing it it was one 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 and so i was like okay <laughs> this that is, is so cool so it was it was just really it was like really quick the way that i found it and it was kind of one of those things that i had to trust my like gut instinct with um, and i'm really glad that i did <laughs> absolutely and michaela
0: what i love the most about what you said i loved it all but i think sometimes the act of wanting a sign is our sign like wanting a yes is our sign and like being scared of a no because I think and something that we talk about in the course is that the universe has already said yes or God has already said yes like the things that we want want us too so I think that's so cool that you wanting a sign is the biggest sign <laughs> so
6: cool. thank you for sharing that oh, thank you can I just jump right in jump in Chanel hi Chanel uh, I think really what drew me to the course is So I work in gastrointestinal health and I work with clients who have kind of health stories like mine. And my health story started in a place of scarcity. I'm one of seven kids. I was raised in a motel room. I shared a bed with my four brothers, incredibly impoverished. And with that comes a lack of food and that scarcity of food. When I could afford food, I like hoard food, I my cabinets are always filled, my fridge is always filled. And because of that scarcity mindset, I fell into binge eating and overeating and overconsuming because I had so much fear that that was like my last meal. And I've overcome this eating disorders that I had and my relationship with food has healed and all of these things have happened. And I never recognized where else scarcity has impacted me and my story and tell one of your stories i thought oh i am absolutely this person where my husband he's one of seven kids as well he holds on to money he doesn't go out to make money as much as i am like i'm like a mover shaker you know i have three degrees i own my own business i do all of these things where my husband's more like enclosed and he doesn't like to spend money where I like to spend money. Like it goes out as fast as it comes in. And so we, the, our scarcity mindset is like the opposite, but they both come from a place of scarcity. And you mentioned something in your story. And like you say, that ping just happened. I thought, oh, my scarcity isn't just with food. It actually has to do with money and my business. And how can I, you know, my, my motto is heal the world one gut at a time. And how can I do that? if I don't dare, like, put myself out there, because I'm scared that people are going to be like me. So that's kind of what just drew me into the program. And I was pleasantly surprised by how much more robust the program was than I thought it was going to be.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Chanel. It is so interesting. It's so interesting, because I think so often we think of it as like money because people can be like wealthy and still be in a scarcity mindset. People can be doing like financially okay and still be in a scarcity mindset. And so I think with the course, like what I wanted for everyone, because I feel like what I want for me, I want for everyone is just like freedom, like freedom to not be living with that fear that like, there's not going to be enough. And that scarcity, like mindset that trickles into everything. Like, like you said, Chanel, like with food, like, of course you would, of course you would like want to hoard that, like, because you didn't have it. And so I think so often in our childhoods, and I talk about that in the course all of the time, like our childhood years, zero to seven, were so programmable. And so if we've experienced scarcity, then of course these patterns are going to surface. Um, and not even just scarcity, like, our parents could have done just fine. Um, But anytime we felt unsafe, we could have this like scarcity download. Um, even, Even in the form of like competitiveness, like when we think there can only be one winner, there's scarcity. We're thinking like there's not enough to go around. So interesting that you were able to see the difference between you and your husband. Like interesting, hmm. Like he's this way, I'm this way. Our backgrounds are similar in certain ways. Like interesting that we are reacting to the world differently. And like, yeah, it's it's the same coin. They're opposite sides. And like the pendulum swings both ways. So beautiful, thank you. By the way, everyone check out Chanel for everything gut related. You guys, I am not joking. Gut issues are huge. We hold so much stress down here. So if that's something that you're going through, check out Chanel. Anyone else have something to say I'll go. Hi, Jessica.
1: So for me, as I'm sitting here pondering, um, it was it was definitely a yes, uh, like right away, because it was um, a topic abundance that I've been studying for a little while, like maybe a month or so. It's just the word abundance, abundance. And what does that mean? And trying to figure that out. And and that had come from a master mind class that was pretty short that we talked about that and and it left me wanting more and so and so it was just kind of like um uh you know when you scaffold into like more learning and so i i think it was just the next stepping stone for me because um uh everything just kind of aligned to just point out of out of the blue i just got uh reacquainted with your account and I was following Abundance or Glow Binge, and I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. I uh, missed the deadline for that, but then all of a sudden got reacquainted just at the perfect time, and I thought, yes, this is a yes, because I've been studying Abundance, um, and it. And I did hesitate. I think I was one of the ones who was like, hey, am I too late? Because it was a yes, but I did not sign up, and I think the reason I I didn't sign up was there was a pause there because there was this part of me that said, um, you can do this on your own, like, hey, you just came from a course, like you have a good intro, we could study that material all over again, we could, so I had like all, I had that chatter I sat with for like a week but the whole time just sat on this yes. And, and, and that was the original feeling. So I'm like, I'm just going to go for that because <laughs> that was the original. And, uh, and I'm really glad I did because it was, it's so much more. It, it was so much more than just abundance. And, and so I was coming from a place of, um, you know, I, I'm a mom by day, I have these two little kids, but then like, I do my side business on the side, like in the evenings. And so I was kind of in this place, of am just wanting to break out of this constriction and out of this guilt. And so, yeah, I, um, I had sort of like a little contract with the universe and like a little prayer that said, like, I don't wanna feel like this anymore. Like, I feel like there's a lot more to me than these limitations. And I wanna figure out what those are. So um, anyways, that, that was a little background story but um, and then talk about magnetism like I looked at your page and I was like um, if anything I want to copy what she's doing because I had this Instagram thing is like blowing my mind how do you get this page going when you're studying this business and stuff but it was just that I think it was your light and then it was just the right timing and so um, yeah, it was a definitely a yes from the beginning for me. So thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. That is beautiful. Thank you,
0: Jessica. Rachel, hi girl. We just had you join us.
1: So the question, what we've been
0: talking about is what drew you to the course? Like what was oh, your call? Yeah. Why
7: did you leap? So I, I don't know. I think the minute you like announced it on Instagram, like I, I think you teased it and then you did like a podcast on it. And I think just when I like went and listened to the podcast, I was just like, it's just something within me, like it spoke to me. And I like, I think similar to your background of like the way you viewed money. And like, I think there was a moment where you were like, if I can learn it, like you can learn it. And I remember you kind of got a little teary eyed and it just like sparked something in me. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I really want to like be able to learn abundance. And I I think it's so possible and like going through the course, it is so possible. And I just was really drawn to it and I didn't have to question it. Mm. I just took the leap. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Thank you, babe. Um, yes. Going back to that, like if I can learn this, absolutely anyone can. Um, and if you're in the course, you know that I share a lot of my money story and how scarcity showed up for me. Um, Because it was a lot of like avoidance, not wanting to look at things, not wanting to pay things, yet also never wanting to feel like lack again. Because if you grow up in a certain level of poverty or have a lot of siblings um, or just whatever your background was and you felt lack as an adult, I never wanted to feel it ever again. And so I spent and I spent and I spent and I spent and spent more than I could.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um
0: And I don't say the word should, but more than I should have. And um it like hit me like a ton of bricks that like, it came from this feeling of not um, feeling like I was enough. Like I needed all of these things to like fill me up. Um And I think the path to abundance and is realizing that like, we're all worthy right now of this and we don't need anything to be worthy. Um, and I feel like there's so much freedom that comes from that. So I've talked about my scarcity story so, so, so much, but I would love to hear how scarcity looked for you guys, because it doesn't have to look like my story. It didn't have to look like, like student loans and credit card loans and things like that. How did scarcity look for you? So For
4: me, it was a little bit different. My biggest thing of scarcity was a scarcity of fulfillment, of feeling. What do you mean by that? I have some big dreams I've had since I was young, multiple ones, and feeling like, well, if I win those, someone else won't win, or because someone else has already done something similar, I can't do it too. There's not enough room for both of us. Feeling always very competitive with others and with myself, Um, Not necessarily trusting that the universe had my back, always thinking, well, if it's God's will, if it's the universe's will, instead of knowing the universe had my back and that God or the universe wanted all good things for me. And so I would actually spend money just because I felt a lack of fulfillment. I felt a void in this pit of my stomach of just not feeling like I was where I wanted to be. And so I would just buy things trying to fill the void. And because that was so temporary, it would consistently happen over and over again. Instead of starting to think like, oh, the universe is going to have everything come about at the right timing. And that there is enough room for everybody to win. And it's crazy the things that I've won uh, money-wise or different things that I never even really looked for once I started to believe that everyone can win and starting to root on other people and have peace and timing. its It's been pretty incredible.
0: So beautiful. And there absolutely is. There's like more than enough to go around always, always, always. But I think we've all been, at least I'm speaking for all, we've been where you have, where it's like 9pm and you're just feeling like blah and you go to Target and drop $200 because you're just like, like what is life even, right? Like you're not going after like your like big juicy dreams because you're scared or you feel like it's been done or that there's not like a seat at the table for you. And so, yeah, it's like seeking fulfillment um, someplace else. So cool. I think going along with that, there's this story that just came into my head. Um, so I have a sister-in-law and we're both very like into like manifesting this is so silly. This was like a couple of years ago, but we were both like pretty strong and like we're like both winners. And so we went bowling and I was like so convinced. I was like visualizing me winning. I'm like, I'm gonna like win this whole thing. So, so stupid, but my sister-in-law was too. And we were like, Interesting. Well, I'm already going to win. So I don't really know what that's going to do to you, but it's fine. And so, but we're both like this, like it's whatever I'm going to win. We're going to manifest it. And it was so interesting because in the end of the game, like the technical score, I won. But she also won because it left off. There was like a glitch in the system and one of her scores was taken off. Like she technically won, but the board said that I won. And so we both left like winners where she was like, I won and I was like, I won too. It was this interesting thing that I'm like, there's enough to go around. There literally can be a winner in every category and multiple winners, which I think is just cool. A way will always be made.
4: I love that. It's such a simple example but it's like it applies to even the most simple things
0: yeah absolutely because I think we've been taught that there can only be one winner like going back to childhood and like we play musical chairs where we're like taking away a chair and then the kid is like oh my gosh there's not enough to go around it's like we've been wired to think that there's not enough for everyone and so like pretty early on we're like like if that person has it it means that I can't have it when really like the truth is that we can all have it
4: yeah I love that
0: so cool who else has something to say how has scarcity shown up in your life
3: um I talked a little bit about my story a little bit too but I wanted to go a little deeper because I have talked about how you know it it can be from generations like my dad he's actually very successful but it comes from this place of the fear of running out like there's not going to be enough and he's an amazing saver he's so good with money and he always passed that that ideology down to me that like I'm sure most of your dads kind of said the same thing, like money doesn't grow on trees. Like that was a very common thing in my household. And, you know, always turning the lights off and making sure that we're not overspending and you don't need that type of thing. But, and so I had started to believe what everyone told me or like around, like my dad, you know, growing up and then I'm a hairstylist and I feel like with my profession and, and like industry, they almost kind of treat you the same way that like your income is capped. And you are a little bit less than because you're in the service industry or whatever. And I didn't get a taste for the idea that like, I'm actually not capped in my abundance until I went out on my own and I started working for myself and I wasn't um, employed by anybody else. And I just felt like it was really freeing at first, but then I started to, um, do affirmations and like start calling into the universe, like that I wanted to make more and I wanted to do more of this and actually reached out to you on Instagram and told you this story, but I want to share it with everyone too. Um, I had written a post-it on my mirror, um, that says I'm a millionaire because I was trying to call in that type of abundance. And, um, I noticed after I put it up, like the next day, the post-it fell on the ground and the fear in my mind was telling me that this was the universe telling me that I am not capable of being a millionaire because everyone told me that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, your income is capped out. And I started believing that. And I, what, like, believed that my capacity was not there. And I reached out to you and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm I'm in such scarcity right now. Even with going through this course, I feel like even though i want this so bad like i want to be able to be financially free i feel like the universe is just telling me like you're not that person you can't do it you can't do it and i had gone through more of the lessons and i realized that the the only way that i couldn't do it was because of the mindset that i was in it was the scarcity that i was holding on to and the stories that i was holding on to and the beliefs that i was holding on to that wasn't mine to carry in the first place and the only way that i could become abundant and with infinite capacity and a millionaire in all aspects was if I changed my story and changed the way that I saw things. And so the scarcity is like, it was so hard for me to let go of because it was just so ingrained in me as such a young age, but. It's been a game changer for me because it's not only affected money, but it's been like an abundance of joy, an abundance of amazing relationships, an abundance of peace, and abundance in, in so many ways that I didn't even realize that I couldn't be this millionaire, this person, unless I changed that part of me. So
0: totally. And I remember talking to you about that. And I think it's so interesting but that in the course I talk about that everything is a mirror. So if you want to know what your story is, like you're like subconscious, deeply rooted story, like look at what's happening in your life. And that post-it note falling down, it like it wasn't a sign, but it was showing you this is where you're at. Like this is where your vibration is. This is what your story is. Like you don't think that you could become a millionaire. So I'm going to reflect that back to you because everything is like a mirror on a quantum level. So I think it's so interesting that it was like, Once you were aware of that, because I remember we were talking about it, then like it wasn't a sign. It was just showing you where you were at and that you could change your story. Um, But yeah, so, so, so interesting. Also, also, yes, an abundance of everything, of peace, of joy, of friendships. And I think – money is like such a small thing it feels so big when you haven't had it or when you've had money issues or problems but it's such like a small thing and i always tell people when you do the work the money will come but like that's secondary like what we're going for is like peace and like freedom and the power to understand that we're creating our stories because like that's the power place and that's ultimate freedom is to realize that like the creator of our life and our reality and our experiences so so beautiful thank you mackenzie
1: i'll go yeah first of all just i love what um mackenzie kenzie just shared like um so much of that resonated for sure um the the biggest eye-opener for me is was really just sitting in is scarcity is it's like sneaky it's it's like now i like to be like where where else are you showing up scarcity mindset because I didn't realize it was showing up in ways like feeling like not enough time for example like always feeling like there's not enough time to accomplish my goals or my dreams or like I'm always in a rush or um uh just like a split between you know like just feeling um or even it has even showed up or was showing up a lot what I'm sharing now is I'm aware of it I, I'm not gonna say I'm like 100 percent. Hey, I've got this, but now I'm aware of it. I'm watching it. And it it would show up as like, um, like the queen of returns, like I'd buy something and then return it. And so like, I'd own it for like a minute, feel good and be like, Oh no. Okay. We're going to take that back. And, and even it was looking like, um, like not paying my bills because we had the money. We've always had, uh, the means, uh, thankfully, like pay, but I just I didn't want to. I don't know what it was. There was like a, a hesitation there. In fact, I have this story that like in the middle of a of like starting abundance binge, somebody the city came to um, shut off my water, and I was like, what? And it was because I hadn't paid the bill because I hadn't looked at it. I didn't, and I hadn't like opened it. I hadn't looked at it, and. And yeah, they shut it off and I had to pay a fee, but it was, I think because of the course, my mentality, my mindset was already a little different that I saw that fee as, as like, like almost a gift. I was like, Hey, okay, thank you. Thank you so much because, um, obviously there's something to look at here and I'm so grateful that in this, where I'm at in this, like in my abundance, I'm, I'm just paying 50 bucks and it's not like, uh hundred thousand dollars or whatever scarcity is going to look at like at a higher income bracket you know like it it was just like when I saw myself thinking that way I thought okay something has changed something has clicked but but yeah and so um scarcity and so now I think okay scarcity has also and when I say it's sneaky I didn't realize it was looking like Um, not feeling enough or like worthy or like there's not enough friendships to go around or there's not enough this and that it was just anywhere in my life that I was feeling lack before I just was looking at it in terms of like dollar signs and so that was that was a big eye-opener for me it's just like whoa Jess there's let's look at this like So anyways, that was really fun and scary. scary. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I've definitely been there. I've been there and like so much more. And I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's this, um, for me, it was this avoidance of just anything that felt like too serious or scary or felt like a a not fun expense or something like that, that I was like, I just want to like... I don't know, I was so avoidant because I just wanted to have fun and never go without. And so I would do the same thing. I would just avoid looking at any envelope that looks serious. And like, it got me in a lot of trouble. Um, so I totally understand that exact scarcity model. But I think what you said is so important that it's it's so much more than just the dollar signs. It's it's scarcity and thinking that um there's not enough like, beauty to go around or popularity or Instagram likes. Um, I think any time we feel ourselves getting triggered or feel ourselves um, getting like resentful for someone's success or feeling ourselves get jealous of what someone has, that's like the little sneaky ways that scarcity come in. Um, But I think the most powerful thing you can do, because you were saying at the beginning that you're like, I'm not perfect, I haven't figured this out, and no one has, and no one will. We have like a whole lifetime or like lifetimes, if you believe in that, to figure this out. But awareness is everything. Like if you know your original wound, like if you know that you have this original wound, that's like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of whatever it is. And that's usually what it is, is that we feel like we're not worthy or we're not connected. We feel like we're alone or separate which is just like a trick right which breeds all of the scarcity but once we know that we have this like original wound and we have deep cuts for the reason we are existing in scarcity once you know that and you have the awareness when things come up you're not the same person anymore so even though situations come up and you had to pay that 50 dollar fee or whatever you weren't the same person like life is constantly um evolving and changing so even though you're greeted by the same situation, it's like spiral dynamics. We're constantly like moving up and we're a different person when we see those situations. So yeah, like we're always like, I'm always going to have things come up that are like testing a different aspect of that, like worthiness. And because that's my original wound, right? I tried to find all of these things to fulfill me and, and make me feel worthy and loved and safe and not alone when like the truth is that I'm never alone and I'm always safe and I'm always enough. So when I feel that rising in me or I feel myself getting triggered, I don't do the same pattern. I'm able to like sit back and be like, oh, like I know this, this is that original wound. And then I'm able to like greet the situation differently based off of that awareness. And I think that's huge for what the course or anything like this teaches is that um, you flow through life differently when you're aware of what's going on and when you can use that information to inform you right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. So cool.
0: Okay, does anyone else have anything to say about their own scarcity
2: models? I think kind of um, going off of Jessica's example, how she said, like, there was never enough time, or, like, I feel like for me, for a long time, I told myself, like, in order to make a lot of money, I just had to be working, like, 40, 50 hour weeks, and it was, like, the same cycle of just, like, I would get, I was making, like, pretty good money, and then I'd spend it all because I was so scared that, like, it was going to get taken away, um, and now that, like, after doing Abundance Binge, I, like, work less than I ever have, and I've been more abundant in ways of, like, taking care of myself and, like, not feeling bad when I rest or, like, read a book or little things like that of, like, not feeling anxious to like pay for someone else's coffee or little things like that like it makes me so much more um appreciative and like calm with like kind of the flow of things and knowing that I'm not there just yet but like it just feels so nice to like like be getting there (laughs)
0: If that
2: makes sense. Absolutely.
0: It feels nice to be a little bit more free and not feel so constricted. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I feel like time is a big one that like we think that um, there's like no scarcity, but there's like some absolutes and like time is one. It's like there's only 24 hours a day and there's only, you know, 60 minutes in an hour. But even with that, it's like, it's so um pretend. Like I feel like you can go way down like the quantum mechanics hole and look at like, time bending like even time is this thing that like we feel so constrained in but time can absolutely work on our side like and that's what i talk about in the course quantum science and that we have all of these rules of the universe and that things are true and they're a rule until you get down to the atom but when you go inside smaller than the atom, then you're in the quantum realm and all of those rules don't apply anymore. Like they just don't. And so when we think about time and like we're rushed all of the time and we're scarcity in time, there's never enough time to go around. There's never enough time to do the things that we want to do. Like there's never enough time to take a course if we wanted to. Um, we're so busy all of the time. Like even that is just a story. Like time can absolutely, absolutely serve us. And there's always, enough time to go around. Okay, anyone else have anything to say about scarcity?
5: Yeah, uh, I actually when I started doing the coursework, um it kind of took me back to my childhood because I especially doing like the shadow work and everything. Um my family was actually um uh, we weren't living in scarcity, but you know, we didn't have um everything that we wanted all the time. Um so we were just kind of in this middle ground, but Um, My dad was a pastor and so um, we actually lived a nice lifestyle and I was kind of taught to not like flaunt that in a way and to not be just open about it um, because there were times when we had more than other people um, and so at a really young age I learned to kind of make myself less than um and not be like proud of my achievements proud of the things that i have um not be not be open even about money and like the blessings in my life and things like that and the things that i've worked for um and so i think that was just really eye-opening for me because it's kind of it, it followed me into my adult life where i change my story based on who i'm with and um it kind of made me realize that I don't, I don't want to live in that like scarcity of like, I have to match where you're at. I want to fully be who I am and let that abundance come in and, and let be allowed to share it with people. Um, and so it was just, I'm, I'm still working a lot on it. Um it's, same thing like all the other girls have been saying with time and friendships and all of those things it shows up in all of those areas um so I'm still I'm still working on it but even just recognizing like okay that's that's where it came from. This is where I'm at now. Um, And, you know, each day I can be better at it.
0: It's so true. It's so true. That is such a model of scarcity. Don't shine too bright or like, don't be like too much or don't share too much. Um, Like you don't want to be too bright and shiny and make other people feel bad. But I think in understanding abundance and, and all that it encompasses, not just money, but all of the different facets that it holds is that there's enough to go around. And I think the biggest marker of like living with an abundance mindset is that you like, you want everyone to win and you realize that everyone can win and you can live as big and as bright and empower other people, like empower other people to be as big and as bright. And for me, like what I want for me, I want for everyone. I want every woman, like and man, I want every woman to be like their biggest, brightest, like most authentic self and to have the freedom to spend money how they want and to not, and to not use that to hold them back, to be able to travel when they want or move wherever they want or to buy a house or to do all of the things like I, what I want for me, I want for everyone. And I think it is a scarcity model that like I'm sure everyone has heard that Marianne Williamson quote that's like, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. You know, like it's our it's our light that scares us. But when we are like lit, we're able to light so many other people than when we are like depleted and playing down to who we know we really are. So that was beautiful. Thank you, Michaela. I would love to talk about what your favorite lesson was in the course or what was the most transformational lesson in the course for you? What was the biggest like eye-opening lesson for you?
8: I'll go. Um, Hi, this is Emily. Hi, Emily. Uh, (laughs) I really, really loved the act as if it were lesson because I think part of my story is earlier this year, kind of learning more about like, the law of attraction and just universal source. And I don't know, just like divine goodness, uh, growing up religious, I definitely just thought my life was planned out for me and that I didn't get to pick it, um, or choose what made me happy. It just kind of had to happen. And I was forced to, you know, work with the cards I was dealt with. Um, and so learning more just about like quantum physics or energy and learning that I get to choose what was definitely a big block for me because I just still didn't believe it. And Amy, I don't know if you remember, but um, I actually have being on a podcast with you on my vision board. <laughs> and I did that a weeks ago, like weeks ago before we had ever even talked about this. Um, and I, I sent it to you and I felt like such a dweeb. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I ever gonna be on a podcast? <laughs> Never and then, and then you you uh announced it on the on your story or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just manifested this. <laughs> so um, but uh yeah, so that was um, you know, putting this on my vision board, there was a moment of doubt where I'm like, oh how am I ever gonna, all these things that I want and I desire, I'm like, they're not, you know, in my heart, I was like, oh, are they really gonna happen, you know? And so just coming to terms with acting as if it were. And so being so excited that I was gonna be on a podcast with you one day, (laughs) um, or like all the things that I am manifesting and that I'm calling in. And so it's been so beautiful to watch like the little things happen. And to remember like, oh my gosh, I put that on there. I wrote that down. I scripted that. And uh, back in March, when you announced on your podcast that you were going to do some kind of like abundance course, I was like selling furniture, pay my bills just at in the, the place I was at. And um, then when I started the course in July, I made income wise, I made what I made all of last year. I made it a month um in my job and yeah that's just so really big. that's so good. it was oh my gosh I'm gonna cry. Um but just yeah truly acting as if it were and totally trusting in the universe as well was a big lesson. Uh just trusting that these beautiful things are coming and you just like have to wait with open hands because if you're doubtful, you know, like you'll you'll miss it. And so um now I'm just in this place when I desire something, I do the work, you know, but ultimately I know that it's not me that does the work. I just do like the preparation, like the receiving
0: of it. Um, Yeah. You ask and you receive, ask and and you receive. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's so, so, so big and it was big for me. Obviously that's why I included in the course, but that, yeah, if you, want to be a millionaire start showing up as a millionaire like act as if it's already been done assume the cell and I think something you said that was so big for me as well is that when I was growing up I thought it was almost like a like a Santa Claus God where I thought that like if I was good he would give me what I wanted or you know like if I was righteous if I was worthy enough going back to like my original wound of like not feeling worthy enough um and so I would always like pray for the things that I wanted, but I'd be like, but like if it's not your will, like that's okay, you know? And it was so big for me to realize that um, I was always supported. Like the things that I desired were there for a reason because those things wanted me to, and those things were good. Um, And I was always, always worthy of them. Um, And I think even if you don't have like that same God complex that I did, Um, there's so many things that disempower us. I remember Mackenzie talking to you about this, about like something in your, um, astral chart that you're like, I feel like I have this like aspect in like my rising or my moon. And I feel like it's telling me I'm going to be poor my whole life or struggle with money or something. And I feel like we have all of these things, um, that are just kind of like reflecting where we're at. But I think if there's anything that feels disempowering, even if it's like astrology, even if it's human design, um, even if it's like picking like a tarot card, like if everything isn't feeling empowering, throw it out. I've talked about that in the course or in our coaching calls where I said there's this aspect of human design and I love human design that tells you that like you're like a specific or a non-specific manifester and i threw it out i was like it didn't feel empowering and i don't believe it like cuz my chart says that i couldn't be a specific manifester and I, like that felt so sad to me and i was like no i want to be specific and so i got specific i manifested specific things and i talk about this in the in the course i watched this movie a night's tale and it was the most like i was sobbing when i was watching it cuz it was a flashback of this pauper who wants to be a knight and he doesn't have noble blood and he's asking his dad he's like can a man change his stars and his dad's like yes son anyone can change your stars so even if there's anything in like your astrology that doesn't feel empowering like you are the creator and like you what what you want wants you and you can manifest literally anything i feel like my biggest goal is to manifest the most impossible things and show everyone that it's all possible. So that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Emily. Does anyone else have a favorite lesson that they want to talk about?
3: Yeah, I I talked about it a little bit too, but I feel like I started out the course pretty emotional. Like when I signed up for it, I was like, oh yes, this is going to be so great. This is going to be like the magic cure-all for me to make money. But being this, I'm like a a deep spiritual person. And I was like, I knew deep down it was going to be more than that. But like my ego was telling me, he's like, oh, this is going to be the cure. And then I went into it and I started with obviously the first lesson about your story. And I was a freaking wreck. I was so emotional crying through the whole thing because I had never felt so seen Like that, it's so long, especially because there's so much shame around money and there's so much shame around all these things. We're talking about lack and feeling like you can't shine too bright because everybody's telling you, you can't do that. Or you can't be this person and take up space and just hearing your money story and just like knowing you as a friend and like watching on Instagram and being like, she shines bright and I can too. And I had recognized like all of these lack stories that I had. So the very beginning, I started out just like, so emotional. And the biggest one for me was the shadow work, because I feel like I couldn't receive anything else from the lessons if I didn't own up to all the things that I've been carrying, and all of the shame and all like the darkness and, you know, just the, the shadow. And it was so nice to feel like I was seen like, especially with money. I think a lot of us to ourselves, we think I'm the only one I'm the only one that has this debt or I'm the only person that, you know, has debt collectors calling me, or I'm the only person that is so terrible at this and everybody else has it together. And, and that's what your ego tells you. And that's what social media makes you think in the beauty industry. It's like, you're never good enough. And it was just interesting to hear from someone that I admire so much, like that you'd been there too. And it was like, okay, if she can overcome this and so can I, and it was so much more than just the money parts of it because the other lessons like helped me find the abundance at the quantum level. And for me, it just needed to change with my whole mindset. I had to become different in order to receive what I wanted. So,
0: and just to make space, I think like you guys know how real energy is and I think we've got to like clear space. And so I put the shadow lesson exactly where it needed to be to like make space. When you're wanting to call things in, you've got to create space in your life, in your mindset, like in your body, you need to create space. So I think that's so beautiful. And even if our stories aren't the same, like if people get emotional, like listening to me share my story, it's because we're all wounded and we all have that like original wound that we're working with. Um, So even, yeah, our stories aren't the same, but when you meet yourself deeply and you see that wound and you're working on healing it and you share it, like other people resonate because we all have that. Like we all have that unworthiness. We all think that we're alone. We all think that we're separate and disconnected. And so I think there's so much power in doing the shadow work, in like meeting your wound and loving on yourself through the whole of it, right? So beautiful. That's one of my favorite lessons too. And it's also the lesson that everyone avoids. Like, even if they don't really know what it is, they like somehow just like bypass that one. But I think it's where most of the work and the magic happens. It's after you've created all of that space. Anyone else?
6: I think my favorite was trust you're crazy. Mm. Me too. Like for I me, that was a big thing is I'm a scientist. I'm, like, so I'm a chemist. And I thought, oh, well, like, I don't belong on instagram i don't belong in front of people and i kind of just got thrown on stage once it was like i need you to speak on this in front of thousands of people and i'm like oh okay <laughs> and i will you know and so like i just always have that imposter syndrome where i'm like oh i i can't do that or i can't model in front of a camera or i can't do this you know and so that one it was like oh trust your crazy like put yourself out there because I now I'm able to do offer programs that were thousands of dollars in medical clinics. And now I can do that through online because we don't have to pay the overhead and the insurances and all of these different things. And so all of a sudden it opens that act, that door to like so many more uh, uh, possibilities just by trusting these crazy ideas that I thought that's not the right way to do it. That's not how everyone else does it. So I can't do it like the way I want to do it because it's, that's not, I don't know, traditional, but.
0: Absolutely. And I especially, especially in your field. Yeah, you're like, this isn't what we do as scientists and like, and professionals in this field. Um, But absolutely, I think we're going to have so many blocks and subconscious beliefs and patterns holding us back. And one of my favorite things to do is just to like, trust my crazy, like get like 15 seconds of insane courage and just do the thing. Like be crazy for one second to like literally, like blow through that subconscious block we have that it has to be a certain way or we can't do things. Just like be crazy, do it, have courage for 10 seconds and do the thing. I love that one too.
6: Even this is scary, you know?
0: <laughs> and here we are. Just Here we are and it's fine. We're just oh, friends having good. a conversation. <laughs> so fun. Does anyone else have anything? Any other favorite lessons?
5: Oh, my favorite was what, I think it's called What Do You Want? um all about like getting clarity and I don't think I ever gave myself the space to be like what what do you want like what do you want in your life what do you want to happen to you what do you want to receive like all the things um I think especially um as like a young female I grew up with so much social media and comparison and the like exact formula of what success should look like and i don't think i ever just sat down and visualized what i wanted my life to look like and and honestly truly that i think that lesson changed like the course of my life because i pivoted so many things um that i didn't even realize um that i needed to Um, so, yeah, I literally was like, nope, that I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to do this. This is not for me. This is for me. Um, and even though that's like a huge thing to do sometimes is to, you know, tell the world, hey, never mind. <laughs> um, I'm going to like, I'm going to do something else. Or um, it, it really just is so fulfilling because you truly step into your desire and what, um, like, what you want to be. And I think, um, It was just, it was such a great lesson Um, and honestly, they're all great. So it's really hard to choose, but.
0: (laughs) I think that one's powerful too. I think so often we're so focused on what we don't want that we haven't even figured out like what we do want. Like usually what we do want is on the opposite of what we don't want, but we're so wrapped up in what we don't want and stressing about what we don't want to come or what we don't want to happen and also also yeah going along with what you were saying i think sometimes we don't even pause to ask ourselves what we want and we're so wrapped up in what everyone else wants like what what our friends say is like their dream or just what society says is the dream and that we don't pause and just ask like do I actually even like do I really want this kind of house or do I do I really like want this like designer bag that every influencer have like do I actually want any of that or am I just like on the hamster wheel of what everyone else wants and focusing on like all these scary things that I don't want like pausing and being like okay I'm gonna get really clear like what truly makes me happy like what truly lights up my soul what do I light up doing like what do I lose track of time doing um what things am I in awe of like what sparks my creativity and getting really clear on that to like design this beautiful authentic life for ourselves
5: and I think that like going along with that it's so amazing that once I started going farther in the course and I was allowing things to come to me I had clarity on oh my goodness that's the thing that I wrote down that I wanted and so you can recognize when those things start coming to you that it's like oh yep that's like that's mine Mm -hmm. yeah
0: absolutely absolutely and you do recognize them and know that like what's for you won't pass you by and it feels so um beautiful. It's like this most beautiful synchronistic moment when the thing that you actually want, like greets you and you realize it wanted you too, and it's for you. So cool.
7: I think going along with that, um, yeah, I think it was so mind expanding for me to be able to create and like visualize what I actually wanted, I think was such a empowering thing for me to be able to do. And I really loved the lesson, the I am that I am. I think that was such a unique take that I'd never heard before. And I just think it really, like, you, we do have this power within, us, within ourselves to be creators and we can create the life that we want. And I think that was such a, just like a light went off within me and just knowing that, like, because We've forgotten that we have that power, but we don't have to. And we can wake up and become creators of like our dream lives. And I think that's so empowering for us and especially as women to just know that we can go after our dreams. And I think just it was just so lovely. And also I loved um the exercise, the heart chakra, opening your heart chakra. I think that was also so expanding and just knowing that to like, anyway, it was just, I loved that exercise and I still do it to this day. I'll forever do it. I do
0: too. I absolutely do too. Um, And honestly, like, Rachel that was so big for me too I think also becoming from like coming from like a religious background which you guys all know everyone knows and kind of looking at um like even scriptures differently I feel like it gave me so much permission that I'm like oh like the I am that I am like it literally is like this word of creation and it really is um like what we were talking about before like acting as if it had already happened, like becoming the I am for what you're wanting to call in was so empowering for me. And reminding myself that yeah, like I'm a creator. Like I have this power to create within me. Like if you believe in the in God or a higher power of the universe, that we all have that power within us to create. It was like the biggest breakthrough when I went down that path of the I am that I am. So cool. Jessica, you had something to say saw your hand go up.
1: Yes. I, I don't know if I remember the exact title of the lesson, but uh, it could have been a combination of what has been shared, but maybe it was in uh, trust you're crazy, but something at the beginning where you're talking about spirit and you're defining spirit. And you also mentioned Wayne Dr- Dyer, which since then, his name has come into my awareness a couple of times. And, and it was just, anyway, so that was fun. But But I didn't realize, I I think my favorite lesson was these moments or I think these moments in the lessons um, where uh, the biggest thing is just realizing that I, this uh, separation and that's like the foundation. I, I think you put it at the beginning for a reason because, and I think, and I spent quite a bit of time on that first week. I didn't realize there was healing that needed to be done with this separation from source the separation from my higher power. Like I had taken a step away from religion, thinking I'm good. Like, this is awesome. Like I feel free, not realizing like, Hey, this, this is something that is going to be a foundation. And, um, like I said, like, I think that was for me, uh, like just a hit to the core and and it was an eye opener. I did not expect that. It was just kind of came in from left field, but I understand like now I'm like, okay, yeah, that was, it had to be the foundation. And, and then there was something else too. I don't know if it was the same lesson or later on where you mentioned like a movie where you say like, um, you will always fail at what you should be or something like that or you will so what I took from it is you will fail at the things that you are shooting yourself about and that was I I, that was my favorite for me because it finally gave me permission to be like oh my goodness this is why I'm so unhappy like I put myself in this box of shoulds and I thought it was just you know like I thought it was just this religious background doing it, or I thought it was just work doing it, or I thought it was just, and but then it was it just opened your my eyes to like a lot of um, shoulds and why I felt like I was failing. You take that away, and it was just like this veil, like like oh okay, absolutely. What, who am I? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, you're but, always gonna fail at what you're trying to be, what you think you should be, <laughs> but like start being who you are you're not gonna fail anymore. And I think, yeah, that like connection piece that you were talking about, that we're never separate from source or God or the universe or whatever anyone wants to call it from light, that it's so connected to us because we we are it. Like we are light. We're pure light. We're pure love and and whatever you want to call it, like God is love, like we are love. Like we're we're connected and we're never separate. And I think um going back to when I was talking about just our original wounds, like that we think that we're separate and we think that we're disconnected. Um so when you're able to like see that and reconnect um by acknowledging that we're always connected, it was like a huge transformational like eye-opening thing for me as well. Beautiful. Thanks so much guys. Okay, we're kind of talking for a while. So just wrapping things up, I would love to know. We've talked about a lot of shifts, but if any of you have anything to say about how your life has shifted since taking the course since Maybe you're still in the course, um, but what shifts you've noticed in your life?
2: I think kind of, um, I guess this kind of goes to like my favorite lesson or whatever, but after I did living from the end, there was a meditation that I did and I just remember like being in the middle of it and I just started bawling because I had this like, realized, like realization that me at the end is me now and I always thought like in my head like oh five years from now ten years from now when I'm more quote-unquote like abundant or happier or more fulfilled but like I just like everything in me was like you are her now as weird as that sounds it just like so now everything I do is like with that like stance and like um just mindset I guess so it's just like Having that knowing and understanding of like, I'm so in my worth and like, I am her quote unquote at the end now, if that makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. It makes sense. It
0: so makes sense. And I talk about that a lot going forward and back like we're we're all of them we're every version we've ever been and will be like right now and taking that both ways showing up as your future self right now like if you think your future self is going to be this and this and this like be that right now like be her right now and then even going backwards go back and be there for your like little baby girl who's so hurt and so sad and and think she's unworthy like really doing the work to like go back and like be there for your younger self and going forward, like make your future self proud, like be her right now. Yeah. Yeah. Future me too. So cool. Anyone else have anything to say?
4: I have something. So I have moved forward in all of my goals with money and where I want to be in five years and some really, really other goals with uh, hesitation and being very quiet and thinking, Oh, I'll tell people, when it happens one day, if it happens, thinking in my subconscious while it's so out there, there's a big chance it might not happen, and now being able to feel like I have permission to move forward telling people what my goals are as if they are going to happen because they will eventually, uh, even if it's not in the timing that makes sense to me or that I would hope for, and um, Even one of my craziest, biggest goals has always been to get on Survivor, the TV show, which is just nuts. I know, but now I talk about it more. I don't keep it all bottled up. I have made it through some rounds of trying out before. Like, I know it'll happen at the right time. And finally, I feel like closer to it because I'm not like hiding from it and keeping it a secret. I'm I'm at peace with the fact that it'll happen when it's supposed to. And so I've had quite a few people... Uh, survivor unrelated tell you, pe- tell me that I I seem like I'm at a lot more peace and that I feel and seem a lot more vibrant and happy with myself and so I guess it's showing up to other people as well which is neat
0: yay beautiful I think that like confirmation from other people is so beautiful it's like such a cool witness but I think the biggest thing is like how you're feeling in yourself and like peace is the biggest thing like we're always just craving like peace um, and I think it's so apparent in you too, Brooklyn. Like I've seen that in your transformation. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, when you told me, I think you DM me about Survivor and I'm like, oh my gosh, like when are you sending in your audition tape? And you're like, tomorrow. Like it was, I was like, oh, she's got this. It's going to happen. Absolutely. And I absolutely see that for you. It's going to happen. It's done. And so it is. Anyone else have any last words of how they've, seen transformation in their
5: life so mine was kind of unexpected (laughs) um especially going along this was a little bit like out there for me um because i grew up i kind of alluded to it before i grew up in a very religious family very religious background and i had kind of stepped away from the church and was trying to find my own way So the unexpected thing that came to me is I just found this peace with God and the universe and the lessons about quantum physics and the way that our subconscious reacts. I was able to stop viewing myself as this little tiny um, speck in the universe who didn't really have much of a say in anything or much value in anything. And I was able to view um, God and love as something that was just all-encompassing and was like physically, like in me and around me instead of, um, I'm, you know, down here and that like authority is way up there and I'll never get to that. Um, and so that, that's helped me so much mentally to give myself more love and patience and kindness. Um, it's helped me have peace around my family who's still very religious, um, and just be okay with, Um, Who I am and um, that view of myself in the world. Um, And then obviously, um, since that's more of like my spiritual transformation, which, like I said, was unexpected, um, you know, my relationship with money has started to shift as well. Um, especially just like the view Um, you talked about how money's always like returned to us. It's not not just like money going out. Um, It's always given back. And I always viewed it as like just this single like vacuum where it just like left me and I would never see it again. And um, so even now when I'm like, oh, that's kind of expensive or I don't know if I should do that or I've been trying to just like, okay, reframe it and just let it go and know that that's going to come right back to me and it's been in like weird ways to where i've done that and like the exact amount has come back and so it's just reframing the way i think about things and even though yeah it's about abundance and money and we all want you know to live like great lives with lots of money and stuff um it's really just given me a lot of peace and just self love to be able to know that like I like I am worthy of all of that absolutely that was a lot (laughs) no it's beautiful
0: and like you're absolutely worthy of it because yeah it's your birthright like going back to what you first said about God or source of the universe and healing that relationship that you had is realizing that like yeah it's in you and I think I think it's Wayne Dyer I love him like you said, Jessica, but, um, that said like, we're all buckets out of the ocean and like God is the ocean. Right. But also like the entire universe is in your bucket. Like the entire ocean, sorry, I should say is in your bucket. Like, it, yeah, you are buckets of the, out of the ocean, but like also the whole ocean is in your bucket. Um, and we're never disconnected and it is absolutely all encompassing. And I think when we know that, like we step into our innate worthiness, like because it's who we are like we're pure light and pure love like that's our essence um so yeah so cool thank you so much for sharing that that was beautiful.
7: I think for me it's been just such a healing process and kind of what Michaela was saying just that it um yeah just like stepping into our worth and just knowing that we can visualize the life that we want and we don't have to feel stuck or jealous or, Whatever, whatever those shadow parts of us are. And I think just it's funny because I I went into it thinking, like, oh, it's gonna teach me to be rich and like money and like, but it's funny how abundance comes in so many different ways. It's changed my heart and I've been more open. I've and I just feel like connecting better with other people and just like changing relationships, my money relationship and just it's been overall just so healing and just so beautiful and just like such an unexpected way. And I think, yeah, just everything was just so beautiful. I loved the course and it was amazing and transformational.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I love hearing that. That's exactly how it was for me. Just like doing the work, even before I created the course, it felt like that. It felt like um, like every aspect aspect of my life shifted. Um, to this like, this peace and this freedom. And just like it was like it slowed down a notch in that like I wasn't rushed or hurried for anything in the world and i allowed myself to like receive and receive and receive in so many different ways in like abundance and money yes because i literally like i mean i teach this and i know this um that like literally anyone can be like as wealthy as they want to be and it can be really easy like i thought it had i thought it had to be really hard and you had to do things you didn't want to do and you had to work like a lot of hours that's a story that could play out but like for me i'm doing what i love and it doesn't feel like work. Um, And I work far less and I make far greater income than I ever did before. And it is that like giving and receiving, Um, like you guys were just saying, Rachel and Michaela, like that when I send it out, I trust that it's going to come back to me tenfold. So every time I make a payment for anything, it's like in clean energy. And I'm like thinking, like thinking the process of spending, because I know um, it's always flowing, like money's currency. It's a river current. It's flowing like we're receiving and it's flowing to us and through us. And it's so beautiful um, that that abundance, that flow comes through so many different facets and channels in friendships or time or opportunities and experiences. But yeah, it's not so limited to money and money can also come. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Anyone else have anything to say before we wrap it up?
3: Yeah, I think what everyone else is saying is so amazing because i think healing comes in so many different ways and it's weird that when you confront it you don't necessarily know what you needed to heal and for me it was like something i was carrying that wasn't mine to carry in the the first place and to be the one to take the shackles off of being like chained to this scarcity life was very scary but also so empowering to the point where i was like i can change the course of this. I can change my path. I can change for, for my husband, for my kids, for anyone and to future generations, because I decided to heal that. And then, you know, talking about it on social media and sharing it with other people, it invites them to heal as well. And all of us coming together right now, sharing our like empowering stories has just been so amazing. So healing that has been so liberating and in a way that I didn't, like everyone else was saying very unexpected, but recognizing that, like you were saying too, like I'm, I'm an over giver and like, I tend to over give a lot. And I think teaching myself to be the one that can receive was hard for me, but also really amazing. Cause I think that's what was a huge missing part for me is being able to receive and Recognizing that abundance is so infinite and you have to like the flow of it. It's not just like, I have to earn this. I have to be good enough. I have to prove that I'm worth something. I have to like pay the price.
0: It is. It's like that infinity symbol of just like flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and receiving within that infinity symbol. And I think you're so spot on, Mackenzie, that when you do the work and when you heal, like it heals generations, like it stops with you, generations, forever get to do things a different way because I think so often we're handed things and like and things are within our DNA it stops with you and I think it's so 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 absolutely beautiful um going back to what you said you're like I didn't even know what healing I needed to do um and I think that's so true that like we don't even know what our stories are and we don't even know what healing there is to do it's like cleaning a house and like you literally like once you start cleaning your house, you can see where the dirt is, but it's only until you start cleaning your house and like lifting up the couches and vacuuming that you actually see all the dirt. The dirt has always been there. Like we've always needed to heal, but once you start cleaning, you can see all of the dust everywhere. So yeah, I think it is a process that's very surprising um, for me and my work and I'm still doing it. It's like literally like Shrek and like onion layers that like, another layer happens but that it's always surprising to be like "Ooh, this is a, another thing that i need to heal that i didn't know about but when you start doing the work you're able
1: to see all of that
0: thanks you guys does anyone else have any final words before we wrap
1: this up i just wanted to share like a little bit about the the piece about like the relationship piece um because one of the unexpected awesome rewards or <laughs> um that uh what I experienced was um, I was not expecting the shift that would occur like in the relationship, like in my husband. And in one of the early coaching calls, you did say more along the lines of like, just worry about you, just worry, do you do your work and then it will happen. And 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 so I have found that that's exactly been my case, like um, just doing like anyone that listens in the future, anyone, like just seriously doing the work, and like you just said, cleaning your own house, and there have been major shifts that I have seen in my husband, just even in the space of like the last couple weeks, and that I feel like has been just such a gift, and um, and just to be able to, there's something about that, just being able like I don't even have words to it, but that power entered my life just to give myself permission not to worry about anyone else and let go of the outcome, but just to know like within me, I can change my environment. I can change my circumstance. So that power alone, I feel like I got my money back like a mm. hundred thousand bajillion times back, If if that makes sense.
0: It absolutely does. And I think That is something that it's like fully surrendering to your own process and your own journey and being like, I'm not going to like worry about any of this going on out here, but I'm going to worry about this and not even worry, but just like be here, like be here now and the rest can sort itself out. And I remember going through my own process of that, like wanting to have a relationship that was a certain way. But it's never possible if you want to control, like you want to control how that person is showing up. It doesn't work. Like you have to allow everyone to be. It's all about allowing, like allowing abundance, allowing things to flow in money, but also in relationships. Um, and so I just got really, it's the same thing. I got specific on what I wanted and I, and I acted as if, but I just focused on this. I focused on me and my process and my journey and my healing And the rest truly figured itself out. Like the biggest thing that you can do for relationships is work on yourself. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jessica. You guys, thank you so much. This was so beautiful. I loved hearing your stories. I loved hearing your scarcity and, and about your shifts and about your shadows and about the beautiful growth that you guys have gone through. Like it truly is the most honoring thing to to witness um and I never feel like it's me like I I've said this to so many of you but it feels like we're all just doing this together right like we're all just walking each other home like hand in hand like equals we're all just getting pings and downloads like I I went through the work I got a ping to create a course you guys got a ping to sign up like we're all just healing and growing together so it's been so beautiful to as complete equals and sisters like be doing the work together it's been the most like beautiful honor of my life to be working with women in this capacity so thank you so much thank you so much for sharing your story and your time with us it was an absolute delight to talk to you all so thank you and there you have it oh you guys those conversations those beautiful women their stories and their vulnerability it was so Like I said, empowering for me to hear from them. And like I said, I think we're all just walking each other home. We're all sharing the lessons that we've learned and helping to empower and love our sisters all the way home. Thank you to these beautiful women of Abundance Binge that were gutsy and got on the podcast and shared their truth. And thank you to all of you who are here now taking part in this now. This is collective energy. If you tuned in today, then this message was for you as well. And your collective energy is feeding this as well. This is a group. This is a tribe. And I'm so happy to have you here with us. Like I said, Abundance Binge will be available until Halloween. October 31st and the link to purchase the course is in my bio. So if you go to my Instagram profile and you go to that link tree, there will be an option to enroll and pay in full and there's also an option to enroll and take part in a payment plan. So there's a couple options for you if you feel like this is resonating, if you feel like this is for you. If you feel like you've been living in scarcity and want to become more empowered and want more peace and want to step into your worth and step into freedom, then check out the course. I also have a lot of save stories of information talking about the course and also sharing people's experiences that they've shared with me through DM or through emails or messages, sharing people's experience through the course. So those save story bubbles will also be on my Instagram profile. Um, But like I say to everyone that's joined and people reference it in this podcast is that I always invite people to ask. Ask the universe, ask God, ask your angels, ask your ancestors, your higher self for a sign if you feel like this is for you but you don't know if you can take the leap, ask for a sign and see what happens. People will message me and ask if the course is right for them, and while I want to say yes, it's right for everyone, I don't I don't know if it is. I think that it requires a really open mind and it requires the readiness to be done, done with telling the same old story, done with playing the victim to your life, um, done with living in fear. I think sometimes our fear um, is the most comfortable place for us and so the course, while I want it to be for everyone, I actually don't think everyone will be ready and that's okay. That's okay. Um, So If people ask me if the course is for them, I say, I don't know, but ask your intuition. Your intuition knows very best. Ask for a sign. See what the universe delivers to you in the way of a sign and then trust your gut. So with all of that said, I love you guys so much. I'm so happy to be back podcasting today. It's always so fun to pop on here. And share a message. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. And I will see you next time. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Cafe Binge Podcast. Until next time, may you notice all the wonderful, beautiful, binge-worthy parts of your day. Squeeze out every last drop. Taste them. Cherish them. Because life was meant to be beautiful. Find me at CafeBinge.com or on Instagram at Cafe Binge.
8: Take me out to Cafe
2: Binge tonight.